Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, friends. We're so glad you're listening in. Today, we are going to talk about going from conflict to peace by way of diplomacy. And you can hear that I've got a little nasally thing going on. So sorry about that. But you know, the show must go on, right? <laughs> Hi, Margaret, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Marge, I'm doing well. And I'm excited to be here with you today to talk about this uh, powerful topic. <laughs> yes. And I don't know how, how you're family did conflict, but my family, we never did conflict, you know, and the energy was basically controlled by the mom who was, you know, kind of domineering and, you know, yelled and spanked and all that kind of thing. Right. So that's how I learned conflict is to back away from it and never face it. And so it's interesting when we open up to what we've learned and how we've learned to really um, deal with conflict in the world and in relationships. It's kind of an interesting story for each of us to explore. Right. I think mine was kind of similar, uh, you know, different, different uh, parental dynamics maybe, but basically, you know, uh, we weren't allowed to um, have conflicts with our, you know, siblings. I mean, we, if we did, it was like, um, immediate punishment right and if if we had any kind of um uh conflict or or raising a voice or anything uh it with uh my mom it would be uh, a spanking or a you know whatever the <laughs> from my dad so so it was like oh. kind of similar repression of oh. of any kind of conflicting emotions and you know <laughs> yes. And now, don't you disagree. Know, up, don't at, at all costs do not disagree, huh? Yeah. And yeah. that really sets us up for how we deal with conflict today. And it can create a lot of anxiety. I, I it took me years to be okay with conflict and learn how to I'm not always, you know, I'm not always perfect, but it I have learned some things about conflict. Um but you know, it, it's interesting to think about the dilemma of this gene key number six, and the dilemma is protection. And I think that really describes it well, doesn't it? How we needed to protect ourselves in our family when there was conflict. And um, certainly in, in all of that protection, we can see issues or challenges with vulnerability, judgment, blame, shame, and guilt. And, and, and of course, old wounds that need to be healed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I think what both of us were describing in in our various little scenarios there is uh, what what ends up happening is is you become or you you tend to become a people pleaser where you really you really are trying to avoid the conflict at all costs and and so you know can sometimes really um, uh, compromise yourself and put yourself in in really quite dangerous. Um, 
circumstances because eventually that's going to, you know, it's the conflict is, is going to do something. It's either going to explode outwardly or it's going to express itself as, as some sort of illness uh, internally. Right, because uh, a people pleaser, and I was I was the only daughter and middle child, and so there's there's that as well, you know, to be the good little girl and just to disappear, you know, in that dynamic between brothers, and um, so yeah, I really hear you, and you know, if we go, I mean, I went years, of course, I mean, in my early years of life, I didn't know how to address conflict. And so like you, Margaret, I, I held back, I got quiet, I disappeared. And what you're describing is that it can explode in, un, you know, in other ways like passive, passive aggressive. And I certainly had that passive aggressive behavior for a while in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I did it longer than just my twenties <laughs> to be yeah. quite honest. I think I did it for, for quite a while. And and still can go into those um, into that mode if I if I really feel threatened, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this the 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 these idea this idea of of the emotional response of feeling judged or judging others, feeling blamed, feeling the shame that can keep us hidden away and not confronting our our conflicts um, and guilt can do the same thing. And so it is, that's what relationships are for, right? They're here to teach us how to overcome these patterns that we've developed from childhood that we talk about frequently. But I just want to, I just want to give you a definition of conflict. I thought it was pretty brilliant. And it's the result of mistaken ideas and beliefs that separate us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mistaken ideas or beliefs that separate us. Huh? Yeah, so that that also that that goes along with the um, one of the quotes that I uh, chose out from from this uh, from the 64 ways Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys. Um, he says conflict breaks out whenever two or more people agree to identify with their emotional state. <laughs> yes. Right. I thought and I thought that was brilliant. Also, I've been um, listening to um, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, in the presence of a great mystery, and it's it's as he's talking about it, he he he's he, he mentions very often the um, the pain body, the human pain body, right? And and so he, he'll say that that a lot of times when you're in this when you're when you have some sort of a conflict, it's actually just the two pain bodies interacting with each other, right? So it's it's like that. and it becomes an identity right our beliefs become this identity that we have to defend somehow that's right and that that belief might be something like i'm not good enough i'm unlovable and even i'm not smart enough those are just some of the many programs that can be running from Mm -hmm. our past that take that that when somebody touches that pain body and we start to feel vulnerable we might lash out or disappear. Right, right. And then, you know, so this also, it, it reminded me also of the um, programming partner to this gene key. So the sixth gene key is the one we're, we're talking about today, and it's uh, the, the shadow of conflict, the gift of 
uh, Diplomacy and the City of Peace. And its programming partner is the 36th Gene Key, which is the Shadow of Turbulence, the Gift of Humanity, and the City of Compassion. And I, I thought how interesting that that idea of turbulence is because you know it's to me it it's it's talking about um like uh anxiety or nervousness like what happens in our body when we're with that turbulence inside of us when we're when we're scared of something or we're anxious about something nervous about something and what that does to us what that does to the people around us is cause them to feel defensive right because because if we're anxious or nervous that you know their body's picking up on that and they're thinking oh there's you know they're afraid of us or they're they're you know they're having a something an issue with us and so we, i've got to be on the defensive and so then the interact interaction becomes a conflict <laughs> right, right. Without even saying words, just right. simply in the body, if we pay attention to that. And I don't know about you, but in those early days of, well, even now with conflict, you know, I, I've learned to drop into my body and just to feel my way through it. But, you know, in those early days, I did not know how to do that. So that charge, that emotional charge and physical charge, remember that everything is electromagnetic biochemical. So there are charges that build and that charge can build and build and build and build. And all of a sudden it has to go somewhere. It has to go somewhere, either internally to make us sick or yelling or, um, crying, any release, right? Uh, accusations, judgment, anything to release that charge. So, you know, so I love that um, if we know, if we are in tune enough to our own body, as we enter into conflict, there's a vast amount of information there that can support us. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I, I just was flashing on uh, something that still happens to me occasionally, this like, sort of physiological response, if if someone is, um, you know, like be, being really elevated emotionally with me, if they're really angry or or whatever, I, I I'll feel that agitation or that that uh, anxiety start to build, like that turbulence inside of me, and it'll just autumn. I'll just you know, I'll just burst into tears. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's the only, it's, it's, it's like this, um, don't hurt me. I'm, I'm defenseless <laughs> kind of a thing that, that still happens to me, even, you know, even now. Yeah. 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 You know, there was only one time and this was in my, uh, probably my fifties. So, um, I always, I keep this memory close to me because, it's such a great example of how I can be with, with this, with what we're talking about, with conflict. And what happened was my husband was really angry at me from something a long time ago. And he was just shooting at me. Like, you know, he was attacking me basically, not physically, but with his words. Right. And I remember just sitting there listening to him and I, I stayed really calm. I, I mean, it's really one of the few times I've been able to do this, but I stayed really calm. And I said, all I said was I listened and I said, so what you're saying is you're angry about such and such. And then he'd go again and he'd go at it and go at it, go at it. 
I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't been, I mean, in my adult years, I haven't been yelled at a lot, you know? And so it's kind of unsettling, right? When somebody's yelling at you. And, um, and so I stayed calm and I repeated myself, okay, so you're, you're, I hear your anger. I'm, you know, I'm sorry that you're so angry. I hear it. And he kept going and kept going. And pretty soon, and I knew at that time that you just let him diffuse. The energy's got to go somewhere. It's got to diffuse first before we can ha even have a conversation, right? So finally, he sat down and I grabbed his hands like this. And I looked at him and I said, I am so sorry that you're so angry and were hurt by this. You know, and then um, and that was pretty much it. He had exhausted energy. And then I went out on the deck and I started getting angry because he would he, he was attacking me. Right. And so I start getting angry and I think, you know what, now's not the time. That's all. That was also a difference for me. I'd want to go at it right away. Now's not the time. And so <laughs> I just sat there. And then next morning he came up without me addressing anything. He came up and apologized for his behavior. And I said, yes, those attacks really hurt me, hurt my feelings. And I sat back and thought, and it was just diffused. And I said what I needed to say in a calm way. And the peace immediately entered, right? And it was such a great demonstration of staying in that calm place, if you can. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what I like about that uh, is that that you came, you allowed it, you allowed it to come towards you, and then you came towards him with a, uh, a an also a powerful energy, but without the emotion, like with That's that right. with that calmness. And that that reminds me of the the hexagram of the I Ching that this represents, the sixth hexagram of the Chinese I Ching, which is the 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 top uh, half of the hexagram is the, um, what's it called, the heaven. Um, and the bottom uh, part of the hexagram is the abysmal. So uh, air and, and water, and they're, they're moving away from each other. And that's what causes the conflict is that they're, one's rising up and the other one is withdrawing or, or moving away. Right. And so, so, so the, that I Ching talks about um, stopping halfway, like meeting halfway, mm -hmm. instead of uh, instead of allowing it to go in that opposite direction that would act that would just end in disaster. Yeah, and what it taught me was how to connect from the heart, of course, in that kind of conflict because that's where compassion is. That's you know if we're if we're if we're okay in the heart then the energy can move up and we can have um, really effective communication. Yeah. Right. We can hear their truth. So, but that's gotta, that's gotta be there. Yeah. That's beautiful. So let's, let's uh, explore this some more when we come back. Um, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. 
Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, we're back now. Yay, that's great. Um, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller. And we're talking about the sixth Gene Key, going from conflict to peace by way of diplomacy. Diplomacy, that's a good one. Diplomacy, um, I believe the definition of diplomacy is when we drop our defenses and open our hearts. And I think that's what happened to me in the example I gave before we went on break is that I dropped, I was not in my defensive self. I stayed connected to my heart, kept it open in compassion, and it diffused the anger that was being directed at me. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that uh, during the break also, Marge, I was thinking, you know, when, when she was describing that, when you were describing that, you were coming from a place that did not, was not taking what was coming at you personally, and, and, and being able to just be in that defenseless mode, there was nothing to defend. Uh, it was just a, a witnessing of what was going on and and really being able to then respond from that heart place. I it was beautifully done. <laughs> Thank you. So it, it kind of makes me think of um, a class I took years ago about about our ability to play, actually. And um, one of the exercises was that we all got on the floor and we rolled and there was, this was a big group of people. And so we were just rolling around trying to move from one place to the other. But much like Aikido, you don't resist the movement or the energy. You find a way to move around it or with it. And it was such a great demonstration on how we can do that every, every day in different situations, you know, learn to learn to adjust and flow and move with the energy that's presented to us. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and that I, that is that's a, sort of a a great intro into talking about you know how how we can move out of the out of conflict and into diplomacy is is uh, you know being able to adjust ourselves that way when we when we do have something coming at us where where we can um, not try to block that energy but instead um, receive it from a, a neutral place and then send it back uh, without um, without the emotional charge like like that diffusion of charge that you were talking about before where it, where it's where it's much more neutral um, there's there's something that I wanted to say about that that I can't I'm not quite getting um, but it's it's like that gift of diplomacy has to do with being able to adjust our frequency to become like become so neutral that it's that nothing is personal right, That's right. yes and it's um, it's very rhythmic you know it's knowing when to lean in and go forward it's knowing when to pause or or lean back right it's it's knowing when to um, speak and when to not speak. There are a lot of nuances with diplomacy that are, and then also I believe is, you know, the ability to read body language because you won't, you won't always know from words, you know, but if you pay attention to body language, that might be a signal, oh, I need to lean back. They're not receiving what I'm saying. And I need to move into asking a question to understand more fully. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I mean, that is accomplished through what you were saying before. It, it's accomplished through heart centered awareness. Like if we're if we are able in that moment when something comes at us that way, if it's an angry outburst or or, you know, some kind of conflict like that coming towards us and we're able to take a nice deep breath, bring our attention and awareness down into our heart center, then we, then we have access to our full body awareness, which is reading the body language of the other person and the frequency of the energy that's coming towards us. And we're able to, uh, from a very calm place, like dance with that energy. And, and I think we automatically you then move forward and backwards and, you know, respond or not respond depend, you know, because we have all of that information available to us from the inside. And it's such a brilliant, um, it's such a brilliant thing. It's a brilliant strategy in, in any conflict, right? Is to bring yourself into your body so that you can know what's really going on yes. with the other person. Yes. And, you know, when we, when we don't do that, when we when we communicate in conflict through text and through email, we miss out on that vast amount of information of, of the body language. And it, we can misconstrue things, you know, we can go into assumptions. It's not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that the, the assumption part is is really important, isn't it? You know, like not making assumptions about 
yes. what's going on, you know, because you can't, uh, especially in, in texts or emails, oh my gosh, there's so many examples of that. <laughs> and just remember that, you know, we're all looking at the world through our filters, through our unique glasses that we, that, uh, that, that is steeped in programs that we grew up with. And so, you know, if I, go into assumptions I really that's probably ego and it's probably based on beliefs that are running very deep and very subconscious for me mm -hmm. and and I always you know I this this bit of I, I love this advice it was given to me a long time ago and I try to share it with as many people as I can because we can choose to take whatever time we need if there's conflict and move ourselves away from it for temporarily, you know, and communicate that with the other person, you know, just, you know what, I need a little time to, to just be with this and understand it. And, and can I come back and we can have another conversation about it. That is so powerful to allow that for oneself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and for the other person too, there's, there's a, you know, so what if we're the one, what if we're the one who is having the conflict? What if we're the one who is really angry or upset? What what would we do in that circumstance? How could we how could we diffuse ourselves in that, <laughs> that circumstance? You know, that, you know I, I feel like what we do is just be honest and say, you know what, I'm just having a lot of emotions that I want to, and I don't, you know, I want to understand them. So I just need to go be with myself and try and understand my experience so I can come back to you in calmness. Mm -hmm. That's really what we're talking about. Right, right. And obviously that's not always, I mean, that's that's a sort of an ideal circumstance. I was just yes. reading what Christine says here below. She said, uh, yes, moving away from me would not diffuse my anger. And, you know, like if 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 I was the one, ha you know, having a conflict with you and you you were run you were kind of running away from me, <laughs> it might make me really. Yeah, don't walk away. Oh, I've had yeah. that happen. Don't yeah. walk away. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You know, um, so there is a lot to be said for staying in it to diffuse. I think that's the point. Stay in it to diffuse. Listen. And that's mm -hmm. it. And then if you need to take some time to sort it all out for yourself and come back after it's diffused, then that's great. Yeah. Right. Really right. And, and so, and, and all of this requires all of these, you know, all of these scenarios for, for coming into diplomacy require us to have developed emotional intelligence, right? We have to really know what, what our emotional state is and, and how, you know, have strategies that we um, have for ourselves to um, bring ourselves into a, a more neutral state and, and be able to then, you know, listen. And of course, you know, my, my favorite one, yeah, come into the heart center, because when we do that, we can, we can come to neutral, even if we can't come to a, a positive emotion, we can, we can find a more neutral place if we take a nice deep breath and, and bring our attention and awareness down into the heart. You know, that's, that's, uh, and neutral is good enough. Yes. And I, I think I really believe that 
in order to do that, we it, it's really helpful to become humble. So we can either go into fight with ego or we right. can just be humble that maybe that there's something for me to learn here. Right. <laughs> Obviously, there is. We have a conflict. <laughs> Right, right. And then so that that's, you know, talks about this, the the interchange between the gene keys too, where where the turbulence, turbulence inside of us uh, leads to conflict and and conflict leads to more turbulence. But if one person can come into their humanity, which which involves humbleness and humility right coming you know just accepting ourselves as oh here we here we are in in our humanness right and 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 be able to just recognize how sort of adorable we are even in our you know when we're in our um conflicted places you know we can all identify with it we can all relate to being really angry or upset or you know hurt right Right. So if we can if we can access that humanity, then we can come into diplomacy. We can. And Christine said it well. She said there. Um, sorry, it moved. And so um, there certainly is a lot of a lot of opportunities in the world to learn this today. And there really is. That is our lesson for today. I think that is the lesson right now in humanity is learning to get beyond our fixed beliefs, understand them, open up to different beliefs and learn how to work together to the same goal. You know, we all want the same things. We want to feel safe. We want to love, you know, we want to feel loved. Yeah. Yeah. Not identifying with our point of view, <laughs> you know, not, and because if you don't identify, if you don't make an identity, an identity out of our, our opinions and our viewpoints, then we don't have to defend them. Mm -hmm. It's only when we be, when we when we take them on as an identity that we have to de defend them. <laughs> yeah, and that that falls into the arena of attachment. We got to them, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's certainly true. Let's talk more about this uh, when we get back from break. You're listening to. Uh, Mystic Margaritas. I remember who we are. <laughs> Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, 
carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you. We're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So, Margaret, um, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of conflict and drama in their lives, and it's very frustrating, it's very scary, and they often don't know what to do about it. And so I just want to give basically give a shout out for the work that I do in that it really helps one discover what old programs are running for them in with beliefs and with with firing in the brain and in their energy fields and in their body and so that someone on my table is getting a lot of information about where they're stuck and things they can do to move forward. And then it shifts the energy around that so they're fully supported. And it's a wonderful way to work, very interactive. And so if anybody listening in would like to try that out, you can reach me at margebowen at gmail.com or you can go to my website, which is www.margebowen.com. So I'm gonna be teaching a little more, Margaret, but I'm not ready to announce when and where, but that's coming. So I'll just hand it over to you. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I, you know, in through my uh, shamanic empowerment coaching, I help a lot of people to do, uh, to move through a lot of these uh, difficult situations as well in their life. And, and you know, I use a lot of different tools in my toolbox. And of course, as, Everybody who's listened to any of it knows <laughs> one of my favorite tools is is practicing heart centered awareness and and really, you know, helping people to bring that into their into their uh, personal toolbox. And and um, recently I just completed the guides program for the Gene Keys. So I'm now officially a Gene Keys guide. And so I can help help people to. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I've been helping people uh, move through the, you know, the activation sequence in the in the Gene Keys, just um, because I love it so much. <laughs> you know, I get so excited about about that. But now, um, now it's sort of more official, and that that feels really good to me as well. And you can find uh, me on. Uh, let's see, my website is uh, spiritwolfhealingarts.com. And I'm on Instagram, Spirit Wolf Healing Art. So if you're interested in any of the work that I do there, please come see me. Awesome, Margaret. Awesome. Well, you know, Richard Rudd, um, he said, peace only comes about when love is allowed to express. So peace only comes about when love is allowed to express. We, that's our journey. Our journey is to find what we can move away from, what we can clear, what we can heal in order to find that deep love. Mm. And in fact, I, you know, I drew a card. It was really funny when I drew a card. I drew my, um, these are um, 
kind of uh, sacred symbols. And I, I pulled a, one jumped out and it was the Buddha card. Okay. You can see that beautiful. And it looks like that. I mean, it just looks like the heart of things, doesn't it? That brilliant mm -hmm. light is right in the heart of things. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, I'm going to muscle test for another. I think there's another one. I'm going to muscle test for that card. Well, I went to pick up the cards and they kind of got shuffled. And I realized this was the card underneath the Buddha card. So this is the peace card. <laughs> <laughs> So I, you know, I want everyone to just um, open up to the energy, the beautiful energy of the Buddha, which there's so many beautiful lessons through the, through the Buddha and learn how to open up and allow in some peace and, and courageously walk that journey. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a good journey. Yeah. You, as I was thinking about that and just feeling into that as well, it's like, allowing it in but also recognizing that it's already in there like we that it's already exists within us and and you know when we when we're fully embodied when we really are able to bring ourselves and our awareness into our bodies we have this experience of i you know quite often have an experience of incredible peace inside and and it's um it it's it's sort of fleeting i guess in you know in, in our busy lives it's it can be a very fleeting kind of experience or awareness but we do have we do most of us at least have some uh memory or some you know visceral awareness of what peace feels like inside of our bodies yes and it can be hard to feel that when you're in conflict right Ooh. it can be a little bit challenging and so i think part of the peace is is trusting that we will um that we will stand for self when it's appropriate while at the same time stand for the other person and their experience I think when we can do both of those things, when we walk away, there is just a peace. It's settled. Uh, for now, it's settled. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, that's There's no, no more noise for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I like that very much. I think that's that's exactly right. And 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 when we, you know, when we have developed that skill of diplomacy, then we are we really are we're not just. Um, we're not just saying the right words at the right time. We're not just doing that. We are doing that, and, but it's because of that there's more, right? It's that's that deep listening that comes from um, that emotional intelligence being, being fully rooted in our body and being able to um, being able to advocate for ourselves when necessary but also like you said being able to hear and understand and and support and uplift the other person in their process and what a beautiful dance that is and once that's complete then there is the, that feeling of of calmness and peace that that ensues mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thing 
So yeah, and I drew another card. One more, one more. <laughs> and this one is from the deck. It's a Rumi Rumi Oracle. It's called by Elena Fairchild. I'll just show you, show everybody the what that looks like. It's a beautiful deck. And this card is called the Angel uh, Rasbar. The Angel Rasbar. And I love that. I love that picture because she's surrounded by this light. And um, it almost looks like her heart is leading the way to the light, right? And mm -hmm. so this one, let me get my glasses and I'll just read you the beautiful quote from Rumi. It says, tell me the truth. I asked love, what are you? I am the everlasting life, love said. I am the recurring joy of living. I just thought that was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, because that is that we can find that not only peace but joy of course right and i i like how sh how it's talking about truth and mm -hmm. and that's i think that's you know that is also a, a really big part of diplomacy is being able to uh discern the truth and be able to speak the truth in a non um aggressive way right being able to to say to speak back to them like you did you know in your example with your husband where you were we, you were acknowledging him and acknowledging i hear that i hear you i hear that you're angry i can feel that you know i can i can i can see this and and being but also being able to uh to speak the your own truth mm -hmm. Right, which you did in the in the end there. It's like, yeah, this this I was not yeah. 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 So. And that's that's that is really, really important, you know, because we can, especially if if we were anybody was raised to not speak your truth and to avoid conflict and you know, then to, to go through that process is really scary. And we want to placate others as we've been talking about. And so it takes a great amount of courage and a lot of awareness of self and our own heart, you know, and that's why healing is so important, of course, is to, you know, become aware of the patterns and the survival, you know, beliefs that are firing and we're, that we've been unaware of up until this point and be able to really, you know, open up to our true light, of course, and because when we are able to do that, then we can move forward in a truthful trusting way yeah yeah it oh boy because that isn't that the truth though when when we're when we've the conflict oftentimes comes from uh not trusting mm -hmm. not trusting ourselves and not trusting the other person mm -hmm. expecting expecting you know to be blamed expecting to be shamed expect you know <laughs> having that um having lost sort of that trust in in each other or that or in life itself really mm -hmm. yeah so true Whew. that's that's hard stuff you know because there's a lot of subconscious stuff subconscious thoughts and patterns running that you know and then our ego right so we have those subconscious thoughts and patterns and pain body running and we're not aware of it because it's subconscious. And then our ego kind of steps in 
and says, you're not going to do that to me or you're not, you know, you're, I'm right and you're wrong, whatever it is. And that's where we get in. That's where we get stuck. Yeah, it's, it's true. You know, and, and the, the thing that's coming up for me right now is, is just this recognition of this loop that I have been in recently. And, and it's, you know, because I have had been experiencing some pain in my body that I know is of emotional origin, right? <laughs> you know, but it's physical pain and it's really been working on me. And what keeps happening is, is that keeps the pain cycle going is that when I am in pain or when I'm, you know, not feeling good, I get defensive. Like I take every, I start taking things personally, like things that like my, my husband is just kind of looks at me sometimes, you know, I'll, he'll, he'll say something and, and I'll respond in a dis- defensive manner. Right. And it's like, whoa, you don't need to defend yourself on this. And so that it's like, it's like my, the pain body is looking for a fight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and right. so. You know, and so so we keep we can keep ourselves in this loop like indefinitely. Exactly. <laughs> Especially with certain people or certain situations. Right. Yeah. And so we have to we have to be able to, you know, then, you know, then this is what how I'm handling it now is it, having a sense of humor about myself and being <laughs> able to recognize it and admit it myself when I'm doing it. And then, you know, then it's like that sense of humor or that play, right, that that ability to play with it has changed it for me. And the pain is diminishing and I'm breaking that cycle. And I'm actually quite excited about that. You know, I bet you are. There's something really magical about allowing ourselves to be vulnerable enough to do exactly what you're saying. Lighten up, have fun, you know, fess up. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and um, so that the energy can move. Right. Right. It, it's, yeah, that's a good thing. So let's go ahead and take our last break here. You're listening to Marge Bone and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, welcome back. We had a great question from Christine, so I'm just going to read that. She says, does the pain body fill up 
to overflow uh, when we were not allowed to speak our truth in conflict. Oh boy. Well, here's, I can, let me describe this in terms of the energy of our body, the meridian system. Okay. The, the two meridians that are, there's a lot of, all the meridians are operating when we're in conflict, but there's two very important meridians. One is the kidney energy because it's about fear and anxiety. Okay. The other is the bladder channel. Now the bladder channel is the, has the most acupoints of any of the meridians. And it starts here and comes around the head, goes down on each side of the spine. And then there's a second channel that goes a little further, further out on each side of the spine, down the leg, down the side of the legs and to the little toe. Okay. So what happens is that when we are overtaxed, okay, then all the other meridians will start dumping into the bladder channel and bladder, you know, bladder's about control. So if we don't have any control or we're trying to control in ways that, that doesn't help or doesn't feel good, then that bladder channel is trying to maneuver all of this energy. So energetically, Christine, yes, it does get blocked and that blockage can result in pain. And, you know, that's only one way that it can happen. And so I just wanted to share that with you energetically. I think it's interesting. Yeah, that is that I think that thanks for sharing that, too. I think that's really interesting. And, you know, we get pissed off, don't we? <laughs> when that bladder channel yeah. gets blocked. Yeah, yep, we do. Yeah. So I just I, I just glanced down at my uh, um, book on the six gene key uh, is talking about peace. It says, it's a quote here. It says, peace is an auric emanation that surrounds anyone in acidic state. In the acidic state, the awareness within, within your being separates from your emotional nature. Right? So, so you, it's like you are no longer identified with your emotions. You're just in the peace of your being. I just thought that was beautiful. <laughs> That's a Richard Red quote, by the way. So it is beautiful, especially. Thank you. It, it, it's interesting that it uses the word acidic. Oh, acidic. Acidic. Right? Acidic, right? I couldn't no. quite hear you. So. Oh, sorry about that. It's the acidic state, like the city. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Got it. Well, peace is, um, you know, I was, I was actually looking at all through all my chakra books, trying to find where, where peace connects in to a particular chakra. And I thought it was really fascinating because it doesn't. And, and I really thought a lot about that and I thought, you know what, that makes total sense because peace is a result of clearing the shadow side of all of the chakras so that we're mostly connected with our true, our true light and our truth. So, okay. So that, that is like emptiness then. Yeah. The void, the great void. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. That's beautiful. So what is our, what is our path to peace? 
then? What is our path to peace? To come into our bodies, to be grounded in the earth, to receive the energies from all of creation, right? So to go through, if we're talking about our chakras, you know, bringing the energy in through the crown and, and clearing ourselves that way. What is the path to peace? I think all of those things. Plus, I think it's becoming very aware of our experience and having compassion and understanding that so that we can, we can ask for something else. We can do it differently. We can dance with the conflict in a different way mm -hmm. and, um, or dance with life in a different way. But in order to maneuver through that, all the noise, whether it's beliefs or physical pain or uh, whatever it is, there's a lot of noise out there or, or the, the um, society or culture. I mean, there's a lot of noise out there. And um, it's up to us to filter through that and find our own true experience at the heart level and then be able to maneuver through that and understand that and grow beyond it. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with that. And it really does talk about that, that um, you know, the conflict, diplomacy, peace, turbulence, humanity, compassion, finding that humanity, finding that, that uh, diplomacy in our interactions allows us then to move in a more compassionate way with ourselves, like having compassion for our own, you know, our own self as well as the other person. And um, yeah, then coming into that, that peaceful state inside of ourselves. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it is it is beautiful so next week next week we're going to be looking at the 46th gene key which is the shadow of seriousness the gift of delight and the city of uh ecstasy <laughs> so that's going to be a really good one all right. Well, get ready because we'll be facing that through the week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. I know. Thanks, it's actually, Thank you so much, Marge. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. See you then. Go out and find some peace. Create your own peace. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.